Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast presented by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. This is Denver Post sports writer Kyle Newman, joined by my colleague Ryan O'Halloran, bringing you a packed show out here from a gorgeous early November day in Dove Valley. Talking George Pate press conference yesterday, that would be Tuesday, some injury updates, Peyton on Javante Williams, quick review of the final offensive drive and the win over Washington, and then look ahead to the game in Dallas this weekend. And of course, some gambling chatter brought to you by SISportsbook.com. So, Ryan, we'll start off the show here with Peyton had his big presser. It was about 25, 30 minutes long on Tuesday. What was your biggest takeaway from that going forward here into the final half plus of the season? Yeah. By the way, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. The prospect of a 17th game, when the heck am I supposed to do my halfway stuff? I mean, like at halftime on Sunday? Yeah, halftime. So have that ready to go. Half, half, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's when you do it. (laughs) Just, yeah, I don't like odd numbered seasons. I agree with you. So I I turn in my mid season grades at halftime on Sunday. But uh, digressing, let's talk about George Payton. I'm going to tee you up on uh, some of the uh, player reaction today to the Von Miller trade. But I thought George, uh, I was impressed. And he has he had the total line of I respect Vaughn, but this deal was too good to pass up. I think we I think the Broncos can compete right now, but I really want them to compete in the future. So I thought he did a good job at that spelling out the scenarios of okay, this is when the Rams called, this was their offer, this is why they picked up the part of the salary, the Broncos, I mean. So that that was the Miller thing. My other takeaway is, and you know, people wanted to maybe criticize him, say, "Well, he, why is he supporting Vic and Pat Shermer and Teddy Bridgewater?" Well, he has to. At four and four, like it or not, when they say they're in the thick of it, they're still in it. That is accurate. They have five division games left, but five tough sledding games yeah, left so within the division, plus the Cowboys. It's unlikely, but that's why there's that's why they're in that building. They're supposed to believe that, even if it is unlikely, but. On the offense, you could tell he's not happy with his offensive line. A couple of times he said Williams and Gordon need more room to run. He is poked, poked the special teams, poked the defense, defended Bridgewater significantly, def- defended Fangio significantly. And I thought his comment about Pat Shermer with that question is, they seem they can't find any rhythm. Well, that's play calling. So I bet they had some tough conversations this week. Hey, how to get this offense going because help is not on the way. And this is the First Orange Podcast presented by SI Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. Give them a follow on Twitter at SI Betting. And now let's take a listen in from our sponsor. Nothing else in the world can hold a candle to sports. It's why true fans actually cry when their team loses a close one and why we channel the memory of a goldfish to believe again before the next game. Teams can be beaten, but true fans are invincible. At Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, we get that, all of it, because we love sports too. We also happen to have the knowledge that comes from working alongside more athletes and coaches than any other sportsbook on the planet. We understand the game, not just the spread. So we made the sports book only Sports Illustrated could deliver. Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, the sports book by sports people. 
Download the SI Sportsbook app today. New players, when you bet $10, get $50 in free bets. New players only. Players must be over 21 located in Colorado. Qualifying bet $10 or more. Minimum odds minus 150. Free bet tokens credited after bet is settled and expire after seven days. Free bet stakes not included in winnings. Promo expires 12-31-21. Full terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And welcome back to the show. First Orange Podcast presented by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook. Kyle Newman alongside Ryan O'Halloran out here. Gorgeous day in Dove Valley as the Broncos prepare for their Week 9 matchup in Dallas against the favored Cowboys. We'll get to that in a minute. First, some injury updates. Garrett Bowles, he's got a ankle injury. He will not play this week. Calvin Anderson will be starting at left tackle for him. And then cornerback Bryce Callahan going on the injured reserve with a knee injury suffered against Washington. Yeah, I mean, we had we had the Callahan item in, in, t- in Wednesday's paper. So, uh we're trying to get a time frame out of Vic on that. Obviously, it's going to be a minimum of three three weeks. What does that mean? Minus Callahan, he's your top nickel. He covers those slot receivers. Vic Fangio said on Wednesday that you know the candidates are Nate Harrison, Kyle Fuller, which surprised me. And then I thought he was going to say Sertan more top of the list, but he said in a pinch. I think they want to keep Pat outside. Bowles is out this week. Calvin Anderson starts at left tackle. Mike Purcell with a broken thumb was back there practicing Wednesday. Asang Bassey and Duke Dawson were practicing for the first time on Wednesday. Mike Ford with the hamstring. His IR clock started. Then Bradley Chubb, who's a couple weeks away, he was running on a side field. That was his first appearance. So, but the Broncos can't be banking on that. As no, we were talking about I mean, that's, that's going to be a bonus. And you know, Ford, the pro, the return of Ford, Bassey, and Dawson made Kerry Vincent expendable. Got a six-round pick for him from Philadelphia on Tuesday. Michael Ujmudier, got to think he had a setback because Vic was pretty uh, confident last week that he was going to return to practice uh, today, but he was not out there. So that's the injury report. And, you know, once you know once we got that out of the way, you know, Vic Fiangio has asked a lot of questions about Von Miller, but so were Teddy Bridgewater, Justin Simmons, Cortland Sutton, the, the players that were at the podium today. You know, you're writing that story for Thursday's paper. You know, what were some of your takeaways from the players about Bond's departure? So they were sentimental, but they're carefully sentimental is how I describe it. You know, Teddy's saying, hey, he'll be a Bronco for life. Justin Simmons basically echoing that sentiment. But they know that they got to look forward here and they got a tough slate ahead. And I think the confidence, and George Payton alluded to this and directly addressed it as well in his Tuesday presser, but the confidence in those guys that who are behind Von Miller, and we talked about it in the Von Miller pod a couple days ago, but they had their season best rushing output of the quarterback with five sacks against the Washington. So that was without Von Miller. They got confidence in Malik Reed. They got confidence in Jonathan Cooper and those two guys leading the OLB reps uh, on Wednesday in practice. Yeah, and it's like Stephen Weatherly just got to town. He had a sack. Um, Aaron Patrick, they like his athleticism. You know, and then Andre Mince, uh, the rookie, is still at IR. He showed a flash or two in the preseason. That's how he made the team as an undrafted rookie. So from a depth standpoint, I think they should feel pretty good minus Miller, who, let's face it, had a half sack in the previous four games and was coming off an injury. So I, it was weird here. Like Vic was very upbeat today. and He was loose. He was flowing. Yeah. He had some great quotes. He dropped a Nintendo yeah. reference. Uncle Vic, uh, Nintendo football. Not sure what that means, but I'll listen to it again. Um, it doesn't feel like it was a relief or a weight off their shoulders. It was sort of like a, this is a new beginning. That's how the young guys on this team should put it. 
hey, it's now it's now it's their turn. And that's what George Payton told them on uh, Monday or Tuesday. Say, hey, this was Vaughn's team. Now it's your team. So I'm interested to see how these guys rally around each other and maybe play better than what they were with Miller. A couple final notes on this on the First Orange podcast presented by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. So at the nickel position, you mentioned Hairston and Fuller and Sertan. And it was interesting to me how Fanjo said, hey, well, Sertan's kind of our maybe guy. But that reads to me, I'm not sure if Hairston or Fuller can do this. We've seen Sertan do it a little earlier in the season, albeit with some speed bumps. But they obviously, like you said, they want to keep him outside, but he's their in case of emergency guy at nickel. How did you read that? I think it's going to be a matchup thing during the game. And how I read it was if they move Sertan inside full time for those situations, they're going to to get picked on outside. Let's say you put Kyle Fuller in the nickel. Okay, you can maybe bracket a guy. You can bump and run him in terms of play a little bit of zone inside, man outside. So I think with Sertan outside staying there, it gives them more coverage options. I mean, Hairston um, was the guy on that last two drives, but they're also playing dime. So um, that meant Stearns. But Stearns, Caden Stearns mispracticed on Wednesday. So, you know, they got to have a contingency plan. If they go dime, it could be Fuller and Hairston out there at the same time. And then one final other thing, Malik Reed and Justin Simmons mentioned this. I mean, he's had his moments to come out, show what he can do over the last couple of years with injuries to both Miller and Chubb. But now he is a bonafide starter. And, and Justin Simmons argued this would be his kind of moment going forward here. These next eight, nine games, he's got to own them. He didn't have a very good start this season, but he had two sacks against Washington. He's playing the run a little bit better. He did not have a good game against Cleveland. He'd probably be the first to admit that. Um you know, he's, he has started a ton more games than he probably thought he would because of injuries to Chubb, Miller, Miller, and now Miller's trade. So hell, hell of an opportunity for Reed, heck of an opportunity for Cooper, the rookie, and also for a guy like Weatherly, who's a veteran, who is uh, a free agent in March. If he can put some good tape out there, maybe he gets a chance either here or somewhere else. First Orange Podcast, that's Ryan O'Halloran. This is Kyle Newman. Appreciate you listening to the show. Brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. So we'll look ahead here to Sunday Week 9 in Dallas. And let's start off first with Dak Prescott. What do you think? Is he going to play? He missed last week, and Cowboys still won. Well, Mike McCarthy said Wednesday morning he would practice with that calf injury. And those are really tricky regardless of the position because – you come back too soon, you aggravate it, then you're out another three, four weeks instead of maybe cutting that in half with just taking your time. If I'm the Cowboys, I'm torn because, you know, can you beat the Broncos at home with Cooper Rush? Probably. So do you give, you know, you got to play the long game a little bit with, with Prescott, but if he's healthy and cleared, he will play. He is a big, big problem because he is so good. And they lead the league in yards per game. They got CeeDee Lamb. They got Amari Cooper. They got Dalton Schultz, Schultz at tight end. They got Ezekiel Elliott. got Tony Pollard. So 30-plus points a game. Yeah, they got a ton of weapons. And if In contrast to the Broncos, 19.6 points per game. Yeah, that's pitiful. Um, I mean, 20 points in this league, that's literally five points a quarter. It's horrible. Uh, but the Cowboys offense is going to be a problem. So I think the pressure is on the Broncos offense to say, hey, can you – do something consistent. And, you know, Vic Fangio said it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Well, that means it's a lot of everything. And, you know, if you can start better, you give yourself a puncher's chance. But this is this is going to be uphill no matter who the Cowboys play quarterback. 
First and Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com, on Twitter at SIBetting. Sports Illustrated has been bringing fans deeper into sports since 1954. That's over 65 years of sports insights and knowledge and six years before there was pro football in Denver. While other sportsbooks know gaming, SI Sportsbook knows the game. It's betting built the combination of actual sports knowledge and true sports passion. It's a sportsbook for real sports fans because it's made by real sports fans. And it's a perfect time to get your bet in on the game right now for week nine action at sisportsbook.com and we're going to be breaking down a couple of those games right now here on the first orange podcast brought to you by si sportsbook starting naturally with broncos plus nine and a half at dallas that is a big number and if prescott is cleared to play i only see that number going up over the weekend before kickoff but since it's at nine and a half right now I want to go with the Broncos getting the points. I think it's going to be maybe a 27-20 game, something like that. Uh, I think this defense is going to play a little bit better and slow the Cowboys down. Look at what Minnesota did last week with against Rush. So um, over-under is 49. 49 and a half. So, so you're taking the under. I'm then. taking the under tepidly. Then a couple other matchups to look at. On the first Orange podcast brought to you by SISportsbook.com. Chargers minus two at the Eagles, another AFC West foe to look at. Yeah, Chargers making the long trip. Um, you know, they're leaking some oil. They went loss by loss. Um, so they're down to four and three. And um, so this is a big one for L.A. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the Chargers to beat the Eagles. I think they're just better than Philadelphia. Philadelphia has been so up and down. And then the formerly undefeated Cardinals plus one and a half at the 49ers. Underdogs on the road. Up yeah, I think that's account for Kyler Murray's status with the ankle. Um, I am going to take the Cardinals, though, even if it is Colt McCoy. The, the 49ers can't win at home. Uh, they're 0-3. So they'll drop to 0-4 at home. So I take the Cardinals as the underdog winning that game straight up. And then a couple more here. Titans plus 8 at the Rams. And Von Miller making his debut in that one on Sunday Night Football. And then also Bears plus 6.5 at the Steelers. We'll start with Sunday night. That's an uh, you know, eight-point spread for the Titans who are on a roll. Uh, you know, Had Derrick Henry been healthy, that probably would have been a three- or four-point uh, things. But I'm going to take the Titans getting the points. They may not win on the money line. But um, I think they're going to play well. I think this is a good team. And I think Adrian Peterson's going to make some plays for them. Monday night game, Chicago-Pittsburgh. What a terrible Monday night game. I mean, it was like this way. So you're going to fall asleep during it? I I probably will. I probably do anyways if I have it on. Uh, I I think the Steelers just win 28-6 to or something like that because the Bears shouldn't be a single-digit underdog. They should be like a 12-point dog at, at Pittsburgh. First and Orange podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. Appreciate you tuning in today's show, but we'll close here. Some final analysis on the chances of an upset down at Jerry's World. What do you think? How can they pull this off? If Dak Prescott plays especially, how do they stop that offense, especially when the Broncos secondary has been staggering and slumbler, stumbling along here these last four out of five weeks. Yeah, um, you know, going on when, when when you're going on the road as a significant underdog, your best puncher's chance is to create takeaways. Is that an Ezekiel Elliott fumble? Is that a strict sack strip of Prescott? So to me, that's the big thing. Give your offense a short field so they can score quick and, and try and get the momentum on your side. But if Prescott plays and is effective. Um, I, I just I find it I find it hard to see the Broncos win. 
First and Orange podcast presented by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. If you've tried other apps, you need to try SI Sportsbook and get the true fan experience. Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, the sportsbook that wrote the book on sports. Appreciate you listening in to today's show. Head to denverpost.com slash Broncos for continued coverage of the team throughout the week and leading into game day in Dallas. This has been Kyle Newman alongside Ryan O'Halloran. Appreciate you tuning in. And until next time, folks, take it easy.